Hello everybody, it's Daniel here and this is our next Emotional English Podcast episode where we learn an English language effortlessly, emotionally, fulfilled with energy and of course positively. Another day, another chance to learn English. And uh, we can start. Today I want to speak with you about our second part of how to understand the book you are reading. So another method I want to face with you guys. But before before we start, I want to say a couple of words about our upcoming events. So uh, next Saturday, I think it's going to be Saturday. Um, yeah, 27th, right? 27th of May. Uh, I'm having the good online conversational club about morale and ethics with you guys. If you're interested in philosophy, if you want to learn something new, so just let me know, uh, send me the message and um, you'll have a chance to be with us and uh, have a nice conversation uh, in English, totally in English on uh, Discord platform. We will speak with you about morale, ethics, what's good in life, what's bad in life. And we will train our skills. We will practice our skills uh, in English, right? Of English language speaking. And I hope you will learn something new for your personal life experience because these conversations are are not just about English, they are about life and about philosophy of life, right? This is a vital part uh, during my podcast. You can understand that I'm making the content for you guys, not just about English, but about life in general. So English is a source, is a skill which helps you to um, cooperate with your life experience, right? And this is the most important thing, actually. So let's go to the method number two. Um, so the method number two is going to say to us some interesting thoughts about setting ourselves for success while reading. Seven great recommendations for us. How can we learn and uh, what can we do to practice our practice uh, to, to practice our um, book reading experience? Right? Uh, it's a very nice statements here. So, um, I will read these as always, and then I'll give you some uh, thoughts of mine, and I will add some more facts or details from uh, Wikihow. It's the resource I'm using today. Um, let's start. Let's begin. Uh, you see, the first step is pretty interesting one. So, we should find a good spot for reading. Good spot for reading. What does it mean? If you think of it a little bit deeper, uh, you'll understand that um, the place where you're sitting right now, it's your spot. All of us have productive spots, right? So, for example, you have your working desk or your kitchen table, right? Where you feel more productive. Okay, if your working desk is staying somewhere or a place somewhere in the room where you have a lot of distraction factors like your family, dog, cat, or somebody else, so it's better to pick the kitchen table for your productivity, right? So we should find a good spot for reading. When nobody, where nobody can distract us, right? Or nothing can distract us. So we need to find a good spot for ourselves where we feel great. 
And I quite agree with this statement. It's important to find your spot. Maybe it's a cafe, right? Maybe it's a restaurant. Maybe you have a beautiful cup of coffee and nothing else can distract you. This is a very good step and a very good recommendation for us. Let's see what the website is telling us to it or about it. So avoiding distractions will help you stay focused on your book. Indeed. Choose some place away from the TV. Turn your phone on silent mode and set it slightly away from you. Slightly, it means a little bit, you know, away, right? Not very far, not <laughs> to the different room, but slightly away. So you're not looking and checking it. Be sure there is a lamp or window nearby to keep you from straining your eyes while reading. So, um, what is the problem with straining our eyes, right? Uh, you know, sometimes we do have um, our eye strains, right? What is uh, eye strains? It's, it's the, um, when there is no light, your eyes need more intensivity, right? To understand what you're reading. And uh, your eyes uh, feeling not so good. So when you want to uh, decrease the straining of your eyes, it's better to find the place with a good light, right? When you have a window next to you and it's pretty, um, you know, if, you, if it's pretty sunny outside, so you have no problems with reading, right? When you're next to the window, when you're close to the window, or you have a beautiful lamp, good lamp with good uh, light there. So... Again, you're decreasing straining of your eyes. That's what we need because our eyes can be exhausted with uh, reading in the dark spot, right? So we don't want this. We want to decrease the straining of our eyes, not increase it. It's, you know, straining, it's the word connected to um, your, um, let's say, activity in the gym, right? When you have heavy weights, so your muscles strain more, right? Because you have a big intensity, right? Uh, you need more pressure uh, to uh, finish your routine. And uh, when you're decreasing the weight, you're finally decreasing the strain uh, of your muscles, right? So just think of it and uh, let's go next. And I quite agree. So we don't need to hear uh, the TV. We don't need to hear uh, people fighting or our... Uh, friends or family uh, speaking, right? We don't need any distraction factors and it's uh, quite understandable. And another distracting factor for us is our mobile phone because it's always somewhere close to us, right? We don't want this. We want to read silently in a good spot, okay? Beautiful, comfortable spot where nothing distracts us. Okay. Second one, second recommendation is quite interesting too. So we should make sure uh, we are in the right frame of mind to focus. What does it mean? The right frame of mind, huh? It's a good statement. It's a good phrase um, because sometimes we feel very bad, right? So maybe the previous week for me, right? I just, um, I've got sick first and then I felt not so good. So I had a depressive mood, right? Kind of a burnout, I, I would say, right? But anyway, uh, that's a not right frame of mind to do or to work on my lessons and uh, to have lessons with my students, right? Uh, this is a not right frame of mind to concentrate, to focus, to be productive. 
how to make the right frame of my mind, right? Uh, you know, the best thing is uh, just to do something fun before it, right? Or uh, not be very exhausted. When you are super exhausted, you have a wrong frame of your mind. When you are good, when you feel right, when you've got enough sleep, so you have a right frame of mind, nothing distracts you, and you can easily focus, okay? This is the main thing. Quite important one, right? Quite important one. When uh, you have a bad mood, it's not a good idea to start reading an important book for you, right? So it's better to skip and uh, get well first. So what the website is telling us about this statement, sometimes it may be hard to get into a book, even if you have comfy spot, good lightning, and... Um, lighting, sorry, and uh, no distractions. We got that. If there aren't any immediate time uh, constraints, consider putting down the book and coming back to it at a later time. So, uh, immediate constraints, right? What is this, right? Um, yeah, it's kind of limits. Uh, it's the things which kind of blocking or limiting us, right? Uh, if there are, uh, if there aren't any immediate time, uh, constraints, time, it's like the time limits, right? Uh, consider putting down the book and coming back to it a later time. Try to choose a more relaxing time to revisit the book. Um, Again, uh, if you have, uh, let's say, a very hectic day, this is the time constraint, right? Because you should finish your book as soon as possible, ASAP, and uh, you cannot be so focused on it because you, you're thinking about the next steps of your day, right? And you have to finish many things. This is the not a right frame like we discussed, right? Um, and um, it's better, right? It's better to uh, consider and putting down uh, the book and coming back to it a later time. Um, because we need more relaxing time, a better environment, and uh, just the right frame of our mind to be productive, okay? So, Generally speaking, or uh, frankly speaking, we just need a uh, total empty mind with no distractions and uh, good mood, okay? When we're in a good mood, our reading is more resultative, okay? So number three, pick paper books over e-readers for better understanding. Okay, number three, I cannot say that paper books are super cool, uh, because it's more comfy to use uh, the markers, right? And uh, I like to use the quotations uh, to remember some parts of my book while I'm reading the ebook. And maybe this part, this recommendation is not for everyone, uh, but for me, it works pretty nicely. So we should pick paper books over e-readers for better understanding. Let's think why. First of all, we have um, our physical contact with a book, right? We're touching the book. It helps us to concentrate and focus because when we hold something um, real, because we see all the pages, right? We see the amount of, uh, you know, pages we've finished. This is more satisfying, I guess, because your satisfaction level is going uh, higher because you see how much uh, or how many pages you've done, how much information you consumed already. Uh, 
And uh, it motivates you to read deeper, deeper and deeper. Of course, I'm talking of, uh, I'm, t I'm telling you the story of myself, right? It's not uh, the story of uh, each individual's, right? We're all different and uh, we need to pick our own methods. But for most people, interacting with paper books are better. It's better because um, these actions are better because you can concentrate uh, on your text and uh, you have this vibe and there is no distraction there are no distraction factors with your phone as well right because when you're reading on the phone uh, the message can pop up right uh, somebody can call you right and this is not a very good thing to do right we don't want this we want just the connection with the book and it's more minimalistic i would say because when you have no functions uh with your book um, bokeh has only one function, right? So it, it provides you the way to read, right? You just getting the book, opening the book and going page by page, reading it, uh, strictly. But when you have a phone or e-reader, there are many other functions they have, and, uh, sometimes they're not so good. And another thing is the screen, uh, screen light, right? I, I dislike when this light, um, kind of, um, makes our irritates our eyes right uh especially the time when uh, you worked with a computer for many many hours right you've worked with that and it's not very comfortable for your eyes so let's think of it this is quite important one right so just use the normal paper book instead of the e-reader so what the platform is uh, is telling us your brain absorbs uh, the unfolding of the story and information better when you read paper books. Eh, hard to say, but probably yes, maybe they've got some research. This is because you can observe the thickness of the book, oh, like I said, and use your body to interact with it, uh, turning the pages, for example, while reading. Yeah, this moment when you're turning the page, this little satisfaction moment gives you some joy. Trust me, you have this satisfaction. It's not just tapping your screen. It's just going from turning the page from one to another. So satisfying. And tapping is not very satisfying. <laughs> if you prefer e-readers, what this platform says to us, that's okay. However, you are struggling to understand books uh Try reading a paper one and take note of any changes that occur in your comprehension. Okay. Um, for me, I like to read, in, uh, you know, e-books e e in English because I can easily quote, uh, quote them, right? Make a quote of the word and check the meaning in the English-English uh, vocabulary right away. So I don't need to write it down somewhere. I can easily quote the word and uh, put it into the English English translator to check the word meaning and to see some alternatives to understand and rephrase the sentence easily. So for me, English reading is better with e-reading, right? If I read Russian books or some easy modes, uh, easy uh, English books, I can read it with paper. It's fine. Paper books are fine. Okay, that's the recommendation number three. Uh, read books uh, in a paper version. Number four, read the book slowly, but steadily. Yeah. 
steadily, guys, steadily. So what does it mo- what does it mean uh, steadily? All right, um, it means without interruptions, right? Uh, if you want to say um, even deeper, right? Uh, it means uh, when you uh, let's say when you have productive routine and uh, you're not making big pauses, right? Just think of it. When you steadily going to the gym, it means that you're not skipping it, okay? When you're steadily um, reading books, you're coming back to your book reading routine every day. You're not skipping it, all right? This is the idea of the word steadily. So when you read the book slowly, it's okay, but this... Mm, yeah, this is more like consistently, right? So consistency is our key and we go uh, here consistently. Slowly and consistently, right? So this is the idea, steadily. Um, okay, uh, what, what's uh, more about it, right? Uh, nothing to say, nothing to comment here. Uh, you just need to uh, do this again and again and again every day, gradually working on your book and you're fine. Consistency and uh, not very fast speed and you're good. So take the time to process what you read. Okay, this is the comment from the platform. Try not set aside at least 20 minutes and up to an hour each day for reading. So we need the limits for reading, not less than 20 minutes, right? Don't skip too many days without returning to the book, as you may forget what you have read. This is true, because I have I have so many books had started, and um, some of them <laughs> I uh, didn't finish, right? I hadn't done. This is very bad, right? Because I'm still having these books laying uh, somewhere in my wardrobe or in the cabinet, Um, Of course, I will read them, but uh, it's better to read one book consistently than hundreds of books, right, without uh, without finishing it. But if the book is not good for you, if the book is not interesting for you this very moment, so stop reading it. Don't waste your time because you need something uh, the most productive for you, right? You don't need something uh, less productive. So something else is here. It can be helpful to reread the last page, paragraph, or chapter when returning to the book. Think of it uh, as uh, recaping what happened, similar to way a TV show uh, might recap what happened in previous episodes at the beginning of the next one. What, is, what does it mean, recap? A recap is this, um, this moments, right, of the series or books... Um, or book moments uh, you've you've read before, right? Um, when you and they you they uh, give us uh, an example here, uh, like in series, while you're watching it, uh, next episode they show you what uh, had happened previously, right? And then you can understand, uh, and you can easily start to watch the next episode. The same thing with a book. If you uh, had read something. Uh, you need to memorize it, right, somehow, or refresh your mind with it. So you read or reread a previous chapter or a paragraph 
or page. Depends on uh, how long time passed <laughs> from your last reading. And then uh, you'll be fine. So read the book slowly but steadily and uh, just uh, productively in the case of your uh, timing, right? So uh, don't do it less than 20 minutes a day. That's what they recommend. I think it's okay to read five minutes, 10 minutes, 15. It depends how much you have, right? Uh, free minute is good. It's better to read a book than read your uh, social feed, social network feed, I mean. So recommendation number five is pretty interesting too. So check your knowledge of what has happened before moving onto a new section. Yeah, it's pretty important too. It's like we discussed previously. If you don't understand something, check what you've got. Because it's stupid to go further than present simple if you didn't understand it, right? It's better to concentrate a little bit deeper and understand uh, the logic of present simple or another tense or to understand the logic of the vocab you're getting, right? It's stupid to uh, skip the words which you don't understand because, come on, man, today or never. <laughs> so you will face this word again 100%. If you're not getting it today, you will not get it tomorrow. So you should understand it right away. You faced it, try to understand the logic of it. If you skip, you're cheating. And this cheat will not work for your progression. Okay, so that's my comment on this one. Uh, the web website is telling us here that uh, when you get to the end of the chapter or section of a book, stop and ask yourself if you understand the major themes and events. If you recall what happened and have a good understanding, feel free to proceed. Feel free to continue. Proceed means the same. If you don't, though, you should refresh your memory to going back over the previous pages, chapters or section. So if you didn't get it, go back and reread it. You didn't get it again? Reread it, try to understand deeper. Because why we are not getting the thing? Because first of all, the problem with vocab or misleading the topic, right? You cannot understand harder topic if you didn't get something simpler first, right? So read something simple and then you will understand something harder, okay? That's my statement here. So number six. Number six is uh, take good notes while you read, right? While you read, take good notes. And uh, I think we discussed it, right? If something is misunderstandable, we can make a diagram, picture, or whatever we're reading. We need to interact with our notepad uh, often, right? As more as we can. Uh, because uh, if we're not, so we can uh, mislead ourselves or misunderstood something, misunderstand something. Um, it's, it's important. It's important. So take good notes while you read. It's important. So the website is telling us, uh, keep a notebook next to you while you read. Use several different uh, pieces of paper to keep track of main characters or key terms. Yeah, to keep track, to control, right? Uh, to uh, uh, keep an eye on uh, the plot, right? Major, point, uh, major plot points, yeah, that's the plot. Big picture questions, 
and things that confuse you. So these are the most three, right? So I'll repeat them again. Major plot points. Plot means um, the story of uh, the book, right? Major plot points. Then uh, big picture questions. It could be just um, logical, uh, global ideas like the surrounding questions, right? To feel the topic better, right? Big picture questions. And things that confuse you. Uh, so if you if you were confused, uh, you should um, kind of ask yourself, uh, what should you do to understand it a little bit deeper and, uh, you know, delete the confusion, right? Or... Uh, get rid of confusion. So big picture questions, again, you ask yourself, right? You ask yourself the question about Marvel. For example, you're reading uh, the, um, let's say, comic book uh, about uh, Marvel hero, let's say Iron Man, right? And you don't know what is AI, right? And you ask yourself, what is an AI? Because AI is a vital part uh, of Tony Stark business, right? To understand it deeper, who is Jarvis, you should ask yourself to get this big picture, to get this understanding, right? You can refer uh, to these notes later to remember what the book was about. Yeah, and these little statements or notes help you to understand the global terms of the book and to understand the logic of the book. And uh, you can easily refresh your mind with these notes. Uh, so I'm having these while I'm visiting my uh, philosophy lectures, right? I do have a big, big notepad and um, I'm checking my notes just to refresh the wisdom or my, uh, the knowledge, right? What I've passed. That is especially helpful for academic text as well. Uh, when reading a book uh, for pleasure, however, uh, frequently stopping uh, can disrupt the flow of your reading. This is important. This is uh, the statement connects with uh, uh, the um, recommendation number four, right? When we need to read the book slowly but steadily, um, we need do to, we need to do this because when you have a big pause, um, you can forget some parts, and it's hard and it's kind of lazy. You're getting lazy to come back to the book. You want to start the new one. Uh, it's the same thing works with uh, your series, right? Uh, you hadn't been watching the series uh, for a while, right? Um, in the past. And then you're coming back. Uh, you're coming back and you're like, oh my God, where did I stop? So where have I finished watching it? And then <laughs> you're rewatching some episodes and you're like, okay, that's the new one. That's where, I, where I've stopped, right? That's the location. So this is especially helpful for academic text, like if you're preparing yourself uh, to the for the test or something important. So you can use this technique to note things. Uh, and uh, last but not least, recommendation here, number seven, join a book club to have a group discussions. And this is really powerful. That's why... I'm asking you guys to visit my Emotional English Conversational Clubs right now because these are uh, great opportunities uh, to uh, practice your language skills and uh, discuss the topic you've learned, right? For example, uh, next Sunday, I'm going to Krasnodar to my philosophy, philosophy school uh, to discuss the topic of uh, Chekhov, uh, right? 
you know, literature. And there are some uh, interesting uh, book reading parts, uh, which we'll discuss and uh, we'll think philosophically. Uh, this is very cool because you can learn something important for your life when you have a discussion. Without the discussion, without questioning, without um, different arguments, right? You cannot find deep knowledge or wisdom. Because wisdom is more powerful than just knowledge. Knowledge uh, without experience uh, is um, useless. But when you have knowledge and you do have an experience, you're getting into the state of wisdom. And to be wise is much better than to be just informed. Okay? So, join a book club to have group discussions. And you can join now. Uh, just let send me the message to Telegram or um, my uh, Instagram uh, to add yourself to the list. We have a limited amount of spots there. I think two or three left only. So just let me know if you guys are interested. Talking about books is a great way to uh, really understand them. Other people may notice things you didn't and uh, vice versa. So what does it mean vice versa? I remember when I uh, had been working at uh, Cheesecake Heaven restaurant in in uh, in uh, Wisconsin Dells. It's a city uh, in Wisconsin, uh, U.S. So uh, it's uh, I had uh, the girl there, and she explained me this word, vice versa. She asked me what does it mean uh, in uh, Russian, and then she learned it. She was saying it neobarot. Nabarot, like this. So this is the vice versa. <laughs> yeah, but classically, it's just um, vice versa. For example, uh, Jane like Mike and Mike like Jane, right? So vice versa. It means Jane like Mike and vice versa. Mike like Jane, right? So this is the opposite direction. One direction and you can do the same, right? Uh, what's better one example? Okay, like this. Uh, two plus two equals two plus two and vice versa because it's the same parts from both sides, right? It has the same meaning from both. For example, if you said something and uh, the other way is pretty the same, you can use this beautiful phrase, vice versa. For example, Russia hates America and vice versa, right? So... Here you go. Um, what else they say here? Talk to your friends or go to your local library to join or organize a club. You can also find book clubs and forums for discussion online. Yeah, like I'm offering you guys today. So uh, that's the all uh, seven uh, great recommendations for us. And it's enough for today. Um, let's revise it a little bit quicker. Uh, what we got what we've learned today, just to revise, to get into the plot of today's episode. We should set ourselves up to uh, up for success while reading. And first of all, we should find a good spot for reading, right? Second, we should make sure, uh, we should be uh, sure about uh, the right frame of our mind to focus, right? Third one is we should pick uh, paper books instead of eBooks. <laughs> Number four, we should read the book slowly but steadily. 
And number five, we should check knowledge or what has happened before moving on to a new section. So always revise and take good notes while we read. Yeah, so we need to take some notes. And then uh, we should join a book club to have a group discussion. This is seven great recommendations for today, guys. And it's another great method for how you can understand the book you're reading more effectively. Okay? So if you guys have any questions or if you want to say something about our podcast or you want to offer a topic for our discussion, please send your ideas or thoughts to my Instagram, Bondarison, or to my Telegram or WhatsApp. You'll find my uh, um, my phone number on my um, website, danilabondarenko.ru. And that's all for today. I hug you all, guys, and I'll see you next week. Be cool, be productive with your language, and... Enjoy your English learning process. Thank you so much. Take care.